In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ is life. Jesus Christ is about life. Jesus Christ gives life. And life is not for sissies. For any sissies out there, this sermon is not for you. This sermon is for people who may have opened their eyes this morning and wondered, how in the hell am I going to roll over and put my feet on the ground of a planet where people keep blowing up one another in the name of their God? Or perhaps more practically, you are someone who thinks, When you open your eyes, once I roll out of this bed, how am I going to pay my bills? Or perhaps, more desperately, when I open that bedroom door, how can I face the people in the next room? If you opened your eyes this morning and wondered, where the hell is Jesus when I need him most? then this sermon is for you, and I will tell you exactly where Jesus is. He is right here in your hands, waiting for you and your opened eyes to reach out and offer what he has to give to a world so dark and hurting and angry that its leaders publicly vow mercilessness to one another. Jesus, the life, is right here and right now. If you have been waiting for the superhero version of Jesus to swoop in like Thor with the hammer of justifiable vengeance, you're going to be disappointed here. Or if you were hoping for Jesus to stride confidently like an accomplished attorney to litigate the best resolution to violence, you'll be disappointed. Or if you were waiting for Jesus to tranquilly create a violence-free utopia based on the principles of that most abused and vaguely defined term we toss around so harshly I cannot even say it, I have to spell L-O-V-E. For I must use that word gingerly. The last time I saw it, it was lying in critical condition in the vocabulary ICU. So if you were waiting on the peace, love, and beatnik Jesus, you are disappointed. And you have not read the Gospel of Mark. Verse 8, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginnings of the birth pangs. Huh? And Jesus says, do not be alarmed about these alarming events. Jesus knows the world is going to hell in a handbasket, so he goes to hell with it. 
And when God the Father raises his Son from the dead, all hell is raised with him. And when Jesus ascends to the right hand of his Father, he gets to take anyone he wants with him there. And he promises to take you with him there. To heaven, to the right hand of God, to a place where all tears are wiped away. And more, to the place where yours get to be the hands which wipe away the tears in his name. If you want to see Jesus at work, open your eyes, set your justifiable hurt and anger on the nightstand, put your feet on the floor, and get yourself out the door. Because his plan is to use you to perform his works. And those works include, but are not limited to, acts of mercy and kindness especially to widows and orphans and to the poor. Those acts of mercy also include acts towards annoying co-workers, needy friends, testy family members, dissentient priests, and most importantly, to outright enemies. If you want to know where Jesus is working his hardest, Pick someone who has destroyed your life. Not just hurt you. I'm not talking about, oh, my feelings are hurt. No, I'm talking about someone that you feel has annihilated forever. Something you hold dear. And pray for that person repeatedly throughout the day, asking God's healing mercy to invade and shatter their lives with grace. Perform kindness and mercy. There's more. Perform prayer. Perform full engagement with God's holy word in scripture. That means reading his Bible. Perform generosity. Give. It matters to God that you give of your treasure to his work in the places where his sacrament is still revered as holy. These altars are in danger. The world is a dangerous place. If you haven't heard it already, let this be the day, uh, the day your mother said there would be days like this. And God has put us in this dangerous world as a witness to his almighty and his all-merciful power. If you are a sissy, this is the place where you politely excuse yourself because you are sensible. And what sensible person makes an alliance with a God who holds all the power in the world and chooses to surrender it, all that power, to the enemy. That is exactly what the Lord of life does 
when he arrives at the hill of Calvary. Jesus is the only one who holds all the power. He surrenders it. And then he dispenses the power of that life into every place that has been laid waste by destruction or left with only rubble or blood or broken glass, broken bodies, tear-stained cheeks, bomb-blasted ears. How does Jesus dispense his life? By our presence. Never let anyone ever tell you that prayers do not equal presence. Especially some cartoonist. I defy Johann Safar, the cartoonist that was published by Charlie Hebdo. He writes, Friends from the world, thank you for the hashtag pray for Paris. But we don't need more religion. Our faith goes to music, kisses, life, champagne, and joy. Paris is about life. Okay. Paris is about life because Paris is the object of countless prayers. And I agree with one thing. The world doesn't need more religion. The world needs more hope. Hope is the antidote to terror, and I prescribe a daily dose. My daily dose comes from passages exactly like the one filled with terror in Mark 13, 8. And it is in this exact place in Holy Scripture where I trust exactly why Jesus calls all the destruction in this passage birth pangs. Jesus, as the son of Mary, understands that it is violence that tears apart that first curtain of all human birth. And it is violence that brought Jesus through the second curtain from earth to hell on the cross. Then it is God the Father who rolls away the stone from the curtain of death and finally tears apart forever the curtain that separates earth from heaven in our Lord's ascension. And when you live with that kind of violence, the violence of kindness, you are not afraid to face the danger of the day because you face fear with hope. Hope to open your eyes and say, Good morning, world. You make me sick to my stomach. Nevertheless, I have been claimed by the Lord of life. Therefore, in his name and by his might and his mercy, I am going to get into you, engage you, be the proof of mercy and grace and life where people are angry and hurt and blowing up one another. This is your prayer. 
You are not sitting in a church named Saint, Comfortable, and Safe. You are sitting in a church named Calvary. The world may or may not take what you have to give. Give anyway. Hope anyway. Live anyway. You are no city. Vive la France. Vive la Jesus. Amen. <laughs>